Hey everybody, welcome to the Vet Tech Tap Room. This is our spin-off series from the Vet Tech Cafe. These episodes are live and uncut, discussing hot topics in our field, or talking about previous episodes amongst ourselves, and always highlight something positive happening in our profession. These episodes will be published as regular podcast episodes and will also be available on our YouTube channel as well. So get yourself a beer or a potato water and find us live on Instagram and join the discussion. Now if you'll excuse us, those are our beers the bartender is pouring. Hello caffeinators, welcome back to another episode of the Vet Tech Tap Room here, um, where free beer is always flowing and also any other wonderful drink that you might want. So um, welcome in. Um, we're going we're gonna to be out of business. Yeah, soon. for sure. <laughs> um, if you're not familiar with the uh, the Vet Tech Tap Room, it's our spinoff from the Vet Tech Cafe where Dave and I just kind of um, decompress and discuss either recent episodes, current events in uh, veterinary medicine or things that, uh, that are going on that we see and talk about it, just kind of him and I without a guest. Uh, but we do allow our, uh, our offer to our Patreons for them to come in and join us and give their input too. I um, definitely want to give a shout out to our Patreons for their support. We don't have any joining us this time, but um, thank you so much for, uh, for all the support you're doing or giving to us. Um, Dave, how's it going out there? What's new with you? Got anything good to drink? Uh, things are good here. Uh, I'm, I'm still... I'm, I'm still trying to stick to my whole 30 mm. diet. Um, uh, when I went to Chicago, I was like, Oh, I'll put on a couple pounds. And I, I put on seven pounds, which was not what I was anticipating, even though I was running almost every day. Um, and it took me about a week to get back to where I was before, uh, I went to Chicago and now today, um, uh, well, tomorrow I'm, I'm leaving for South Carolina to do a consult at a practice, and I know I'm going to put on pounds again, but hopefully not the same because I'm just going by myself, so it's not like we're going to be out having dinners all the time. It's it I, I can be a little bit better about it, um, and I'm kind of foregoing the the beer today. Uh, we're going to a Bulls game tonight, so I'm gonna I'm gonna break my whole thirty at that point um, and have stadium food because you know I can't right. go to a stadium and not have stadium yeah. food. Uh, and beer. Yeah, what's the point? Otherwise? Um, but exactly. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> I mean, that's, that's half of the, half of the joy of going to a yeah. ball game. Um, but, but yeah, things are going good here. Uh, it's actually warm. We had a very rainy weekend mm-hmm. all weekend. So that was a little yeah. rough. Yeah. Um, yeah. I know my, uh, my NASCAR and, race yesterday was rained out, which was supposed to be in Charlotte. Oh, yeah. And they're going to run it today. I think in like an hour, if it stopped raining, I don't even know. Uh, well, it's kind of, well, it's overcast, but it's not okay. raining here. Okay. So, um, and I'm about like, like, you yeah. know, I'm about two hours from yeah. Charlotte and we have similar weather. Yeah. Um, but sometimes it's a little delayed, yeah. but I, I, I think, I think it's going to be good yeah. for that. Um, but yeah, uh, and enjoying things here. Um, and, uh, I, I've been trying to up my running to increase a little bit of my, uh, exercise and increase my mental health. Um, I, I actually did, I, I signed up for, I, I was signed up for these like virtual races and I'm in this one race that is, uh, a summer mm-hmm. challenge where you got to do 155 miles from like, it started on Friday and then get to, I think it's mid September and I've already put on 20 miles <laughs> this weekend. And I was like, Oh, I guess I'm a little ahead of the curve. Um, and also I, I don't know if you saw, uh, Joe DeFulio, mm-hmm. um, introduced us to the, Gosh, I'm gonna screw it up. Um, the 52, yes, 52 mile challenge. It's for LGBTQ mm-hmm. awareness. 
uh, and it's all all in June. Um, so I signed up for that too. Um, so at the at the pace I'm going, I, I think I mean it hasn't started yet. It doesn't start till June, but I, I feel like I'm going to be able to get 52 miles in in June. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm trying to increase my my exercise and increase my personal health, uh, increase my mental health. Um, so I'm I'm kind of thriving in that right now. Um, but things are good and. You are moving tomorrow. I am. Right? I'm moving tomorrow, and I'm not. While I'm not exercising, Oof. I am going up and downstairs with boxes and fully loaded boxes. You're doing enough. I'm buddy. doing. We're doing all the packing. We're not doing any of the moving. Thankfully, movers are coming tomorrow morning. Uh, awesome. I uh, I am also. While I'm not exercising, I and since you're not drinking a beer, I will drink for you. And um, I'm going to be. Have I'm going to be drinking. Actually, <laughs> it's moonshine i made at 11 o'clock in the morning but here we are oh is this the apple pie, the famous it apple is. Pie moonshine? Um, i had some left over in a cupboard Ooh. and i made a batch last fall uh what? and uh <laughs> i still have a couple jars left and it's been sitting in the cupboard and honestly it gets better the longer it ages and so i was like well before i move these i should taste mm -hmm. one and see if it's still good and Lo and behold, it's delicious. See if it's worth well, moving. Lo and behold, yeah. it is absolutely delicious. Of so, um, yeah. Um, so that's what I'm having today. But those of our mm. caffeinators that that were in the study group that we were yes. in know that apple yes. pie moonshine yes. very yes. well. Um, that that led to a lot of fun uh, after our exam. <laughs> yes, it did. Yes, it did. Yes, it did. And it, <laughs> and it made it to uh, to a few ibex a couple years after. I haven't had any in a while. Yes, it did. Yeah. Maybe this year we'll bring some. Who knows? Uh, but we got a couple things to talk yeah. about today. Um, I think the yeah, the, the big thing, um, and you know, it's almost like so many other things. Just this day and age in 2023, and this hyper. Um, hyper, uh, I don't even know what the word is, but like very, very focused, like something happens, something like it's all over everywhere. And then like three or four days later, it's just gone. And there's something new to, to complain right. about or to keep our attention or focus us to. And, and this was another kind of, uh, unfortunately tragic thing that happened in veterinary medicine, um, uh, uh shooting and actually someone died at, at Shibley animal clinic. I think it's in Kentucky. And we, we talked, we so, talked yeah. about, you know, maybe doing a, a tap room a little sooner after, after it happened. But, it seems like maybe details are sketchy. There's an ongoing investigation as to what exactly went down. Um, and, and what we do know is, is who was involved and um, who lost their life and, and what have you, I think. And maybe circumstances are, are more known or, or details are, are more available now. But again, it's almost like just with everything else, we've pivoted and moved on to other things. And I haven't seen anything about this now in, in a couple of weeks. Well, it's because it's, because the world and the country is in, is right. constantly in crisis right. mode. There's constantly yeah, something good point. overtaking the the main story. Yeah. And you know this was this was the story a week ago, and now there's yeah. probably 18 other things that yeah. have pushed it yeah. out. Yeah. So uh, there was a shooting at a veterinary clinic uh, on Mother's Day. It was um, uh, allegedly over a, a, a billing dispute or something. And then um, last I had read that the the client that was allegedly involved or, or what have you um, was, was no longer a person of interest was actually not involved. So I, I don't, I don't know. There's, there's, 
I think a lot of discussion that can go on about it. And I know a lot of other people have talked about it, but I think what we wanted to focus on and what you had brought up to me, I think is a really good point is the mental health side of things. Again, given this being May and, and how, how that group goes back to work, like what, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm very curious and, and caffeinators. I want you guys to think about like, heaven forbid this happened in your clinics. Like what, what would you do? Um, you know, what kind of support would be available? Um, yeah, I, I don't even know where to start with that. And, and again, not, not in the, not in the moment. Right, 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 right. I mean, there's other steps that had to happen, but, but now after it's already happened, after, after you've been through that trauma, what do you do now? How do you, how do you, like you said, how do you go back Mm -hmm. to work? How do you even have like a, a, uh, how do you go back to normal? Right. Like, and what is right. normal for you right. now? Um, I, I can't, I can't even imagine yeah. what is going through their, their, their thought processes, how their mental health is. I, I can't even yeah. imagine how they're dealing with it. Um, just me personally, if I saw that and, and I was involved in that, like, I, I don't know what I would do. I, I would, I would have to take all the mental health yeah. days. Um, I would be off for yeah. weeks. Um, yeah. And, and just the fear of going in, into work and, you know, again, we don't know what the circumstances were, but that first angry client that comes in, right? what are you going right. to do? Like, how do you react yeah. to that? I, I, yeah. I, I that, that, yeah, that panic how, button would be get for sure. How, all do you, the time. <laughs> how do you not be hypersensitive to the smallest yeah. little thing or, or what have you? And hopefully, you know, I, I would hope that their clientele, um, un, you know, knows, recognize you that, know, knows yeah. what's happened and, and gives them a little bit more grace and kindness and, mm-hmm. and works hard to be, you know, not, you know, not escalate those things. But yeah, you know, from a, from a, across all veterinary staff, not just veterinary technicians or assistants, but the veterinarians, the the CSRs, everybody, like, uh, it's just a really, really difficult time. And I don't know, like you said, you know, you know, going back to just the scene and, you know, that happening, you know, right there in your place of work, like a constant reminder. um, Yeah, it would be, would be really difficult. I, I hope that they're, or myriad resources available to the staff. Yeah. And again, top to bottom, I hope, yeah. I hope everybody is taking advantage of whatever those resources are, or if not, if they're not available, uh, that they're working on finding those for themselves because it's, it's going to leave, it's going to leave a mark, you know? Oh yeah. And it, and it needs to be, it's going to be with yeah, them it forever needs to be dealt with. So um, anyway, uh, you know, we'll, We'll certainly continue to keep an eye out, and if we see any updates or, or what have you, as far as you know, what what did go down, and and, and if that ever comes to light, um, I think we'll have probably a different discussion too about you know about some of that, and, and maybe things that we can do in the clinic to hopefully you know maybe prevent that from happening in the future. But um, today, we especially with it, well, I'm, I'm sure that I'm. Sh- I'm sure that practice is going through an entire revamping uh, yeah. of their security procedures. So. And, and, and honestly, I, I think it's a call to all of us and a challenge to all of us to evaluate, like, do we actually have adequate training in dealing with these situations? Do we actually have right. measures in place if this kind of thing happens? Um, 
you know, if you live in a state where concealed carry is okay, do you allow clients to come in with weapons, you know, with guns to your hospital? Like, and right. and we're not going to debate any of that at this point, but it's just, these are, unfortunately it takes events like these to, to start thinking about some of those things and analyzing right. them. And, and so, you know, there might be more discussion about this down the road. And frankly, I, I kind of hope that there is because I hope it's not just forgotten about. And I hope it's, that whatever actually did happen gets shared on social media and what have you as, mm-hmm. as much as the news did when it broke, because right. that's the only way we're going to learn from this is, is what actually happened. And then talking to, you know, powers that be at veterinary and veterinary medicine, actual managers and leaders, like how, how can we fix this? And so, yeah, yeah just a, a really, really, really tragic situation. And, um, our, um, you know, our thoughts are with uh, those affected for sure. Yeah, I mean, I, I hope they're okay, but I, I know yeah, they're not. Yeah, um, and I hope they're they're finding the help. Like you said, I hope they're finding the help that they yeah. all the help that they can yeah. get um, to kind of deal with this. Because I mean, I, I can't even fathom yeah. uh, being being yeah. there. Um, and and I hate to say it, but like this is going to follow those yeah. people everywhere. Yeah, I know. Um, like if they eventually leave that clinic and go to work somewhere else and they see Shively Animal Hospital on their resume that, I mean, people are going to know yeah. that's, yep. oh, you, you were involved in that and, uh, and, and how are you dealing? And, you know, it's at, at some point, you know, not, not right now, obviously, but somewhere down the road, they're going to want to get past that and they're going to want to not have that right. cloud of, mm-hmm. of, um, being known for that over their head. Um, but hopefully at some point they can all get past yeah. it and um, get back to somewhat normal, um, normal standards. And, and hopefully, hopefully this isn't something that is going to get, get people in that practice to leave the field because you know, that, that would cross yeah, my mind sure. of, do I want to keep doing right, this anymore? Right. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, well, we want to recap our uh, mental mm-hmm. health series with um, uh, Emily and mm-hmm. Heather um, talking about bullying. I, I learned a lot um, about some different things like the, the covert and the overt. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, the overt, we, we know, we see that. But the covert thing yeah. is like you don't really think of that um, as being something that is is technically bullying yeah. because, you, you know, you the the, the things that that we don't see it, I think not only is it, it detrimental to the person that's being bullied and the person that's doing the bullying, but that creeps into the culture, yeah. like things that are said under your breath or things that are said to certain Eye people, rolls. that becomes yeah. the culture of yeah. the hospital. Um, and I didn't even think of stuff mm-hmm. like that. You know, I, I think of that in terms, when I think of bullying, I think of like, we talked about hazing. We talk about, um, you know, gatekeeping and, and doing things that are, are kind of mean and rude to people. Uh, but the things that are kind of done under the radar, I think it missed a lot. And I, I, I want to say that's more prevalent because I think people can get away yeah. with it. Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, we, I think we're first introduced to this idea of, of bullying in the workplace. When we first talked to Emily, which I think was, if I'm not yeah, mistaken, July, 2020, <laughs> Um, and yeah, you know, we, there was so many new terms and just ideas and things that we learned. And that's why we wanted to have her back on to, to kind of go through that again. And then 
to talk to Heather kind of from the organizational standpoint. It, it's really, it, and maybe it's actually all fields and all jobs, but it, it really, like when you kind of think about, I'm sure it is, um, you know, the ways that this can happen. And you mentioned the covert and all of that, like it, it's just, it's so prevalent. And it's and frankly, like it actually takes a lot of, self-awareness and mental fortitude to not actually have that as a reaction or have that not be your default or, you know, not be something you participate in. I don't know if that's the right phrase, but like we talked in both episodes, Dave, you and I both about things that we did or said in, in, you know, in the past and and out, like we didn't know really any different. And, you know, there's just a number of things that I look back on now that I'm like, geez, I was a real yeah. piece of work jerk then. But, um, <laughs> you know, but in the moment, I certainly didn't know any better. And I think that's just the the high stress nature of the job. Like, it, it you know, you haven't eaten in hours, um, you know, all of these things. Then all of a sudden you just kind of have a mini eruption and you think that's the end of it. Um, but then there's a lasting impact to that and, and it, and then it happens more and more frequently and it happens with everybody. And, and it's just really easy to, you know, say things or, or what have you to certain people in a certain way that is just not, not right. Well, I, I think when you think back to, to when we first started, when we were doing the things that we, we now realize were, were not, not good, not cool to say, um, it was a different time and I hate to use that as an, as an excuse, but we didn't know better. And the thing is that we, we were, we both have experiences. We were told, you were told you weren't nice to new people. And I was told I wasn't nice, nice to receptionist. And we took that in and, uh, didn't think we were doing that. But as you look back and if that's the reaction people have, then that must be true. So we learn and we do better. Um, which, which I, I think shows growth and, uh, makes us better people, makes us better team members. Um, but sometimes it takes something like that for people to point yeah. out, hey, stop doing yeah. that. Because um, that, that's that's one of the things we talked a lot about with, with Emily is that what do you do when you're the bully and you don't realize mm-hmm. it? Um, and, and for most of us, I, I hope for most of us, we, we take that to heart and say, oh, crap, I am I am being a terrible person right. and I need to fix that. Um, but I mean, that, that doesn't always right. happen. And I think um, that's part of it too, is it has to be called out, brought up and addressed in the yeah. right way. Like, you know, you can't yeah. just say something inflammatory or passive aggressive back, you know, in that moment, yeah. like you, you have to have a, you know, a thought provoking and a, a discussion full of examples and, uh, which I think it was Emily that talked about too. Um, you, you know, you actually have to show that person because it, it's not, it's not what you say, Examples, it's, it's yeah. how it's received. And, you know, that person, like you just kind of alluded to may not have any idea that that's how they're coming across. Mm-hmm. But again, it's yeah. not what they say. It's, it's how it's received. And, and um, that's on everybody, you know, across the board. And, and I yeah. think a big one too, you know, especially with our, profession with veterinary technicians, the, the vertical violence. So, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, I, I know there's a lot of bullying of, of veterinarians uh, uh, by people in our position, by veterinary technicians, especially, you know, 
well-established technician that's been in a hospital for a long time, new doctor comes in, you know, well, this is how we do things. Well, this is, you know, those kinds of scenarios. Um, or, and this isn't even an appropriate hierarchy, but I think a lot of times veterinary technicians think they're above veterinary receptionists. So that's a way to go down for mm-hmm. us or certainly to assistance. And, you know, again, it, it actually takes a good bit of thought to to think about your words, to think about your actions and, you know, not have those defaults. Because I think, frankly, we all have them. Like, especially if you've been in this field for a while, if, if you're burned out or if you have compassion fatigue, like you're already teetering on an edge and it doesn't take much oh, to, yeah, yeah. To, to have that you know, and it's kind of like a defense mechanism, reaction, you know, just yeah. to have that reaction in, is part of your nature. And, um, you know, you might not think about it in the moment, but it, it does have an effect on those around you. And ultimately, like you said earlier too, it, if that happens enough, not just one person, but multiple people, like somebody well-established does that somebody new to the practice says, well, that's just how we do things here. And they kind of adapt that as their own defense mechanism to be able mm-hmm. to deal with. And, and so it doesn't take long before that's your hospital culture. Um, right. and, and yeah, then exactly. who wants to work there? No. So, right. well, and, and then and the patients, the, the is, patients you know, feel that, right. They feel that stress. They right. feel that anxiety feel when that everybody stress, is yeah. on edge, like, and, or, you yeah. know, it, Well, and I, we've all seen the thing about um, the meme that goes around or, or just the quote that goes around that be kind to people because you never know what right. somebody else is already dealing right. with that's under the surface. And, you know, we we can say that as team members, you know, from CSRs to doc- doctors to assistants to kind of help to technicians, we can see all that just as human beings. But then think about you don't know what CSRs have to deal with with angry clients, uh, the stresses of their job, same with assistants. We don't know what the, I mean, we, we do know a little bit about what their stresses are, but there can be other stresses that are important to them that they, they can't convey to, to somebody not doing that job. So as humans, we don't know what people are dealing with, but also in the job, we don't know what people are dealing with for the most part, unless, unless you've done that job or unless somebody explains it to you. But for the most part, we, we don't know what other people are dealing with. Um, and I'm just going to shout out my mental health Monday that I posted today. Um, it costs us zero time and effort to just be nice to each mm-hmm. other. And the quote that I found said, it's important to be nice. It's, it's nice to be important, but it's also important to be yeah. nice. Um, so kind of just take that. I, I, I see a lot of these quotes and I, I try to turn them into, into mental health, uh, Monday shares. Um, cause a lot of them are super simple, but so impactful, um, just, just be nice to yeah. each other. That, and, and as Emily says in a lot of her lectures, don't be right, right. For sure. For <laughs> sure. For sure. Um, and, and you know, lastly, the, the other thing I wanted to bring up and, um, it, we've mentioned, I think in both of these discussions so far, the, the acronym CSRs, client service representatives. And, right. and right. there's a lot of discussion in our profession right now about, titles and acronyms and CVT, LVT, RVT, LVMT, and the whole lot of it. And we're not having that discussion, but um, a couple people we both highly respect and, and really like. And um, if I don't want to say they've 
started using, but I'm I'm referencing them because I see it in their. I've posts. seen I've seen it, but more, I'm sure it's, more than it's just theirs in other yeah. groups, and it's it's probably starting to gain traction. And the first place I saw it was so we recently had um, Alyssa from um, Empowering Veterinary Teams on our podcast, and then I've seen Liz um, use it quite a bit too. Is this CRVT? Capital C, lowercase r, I know, here. <laughs> and then capital VT. So standing for credentialed veterinary technician. And I think it's meant to be a term to refer to all veterinary technicians that are credentialed. So instead of saying CVT, OVT, mm-hmm. RVT, LVMT, I, I think it's just meant to bubble everybody it, you know, yeah. together. But I also just wonder, like, is this not just another acronym does this not just confuse things further? Because I strongly feel like at some point in the not too distant future, somebody is going to start referring to themselves as a CRVT, having no idea what that actually yeah. means. Um, and so I don't think like, Dave, I don't think you are going to call yourself a CRVT. I'm certainly not. I don't think like it's meant to be like we are CRVTs. I think it's what's meant mm-hmm. to be this kind of all encompassing group to refer to veterinary technicians that are credentialed. I don't know. I guess I just wish we could just say veterinary technicians and veterinary assistants, and then that be the delineation as opposed to throwing in another acronym or shortening. But, um, but then in that, in, in, in many posts too, I'm starting to see VSPs and I actually had to read that that was veterinary support professionals, which I feel like, maybe was everybody that was not a CRVT. I, I, I don't know. I've, I, we, yeah. we talk so often about muddying the waters with people saying they're veterinary nurses and everything else, but like the more acronyms and phrases mm-hmm. we use to call ourselves or to refer to our, refer to others that hold the same titles. Like I feel like also just muddies the water further. And yeah, like, yeah, I don't know. I, I I, I think, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, it just, it, it's, I, I feel like we're not too far from people, some people that see that not really understanding what they're getting at calling themselves CRBTs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and it, again, it's another thing where I, I don't know that that's going to make, make its way into like a legal term, but you know, we're the both sides of the coin of the VNI of, of changing mm-hmm. to vet nurse versus staying veterinary technicians. I mean, this is just another right. thing that's going to, like you said, muddy the right. waters and make things it, more confusing. And it's just, frankly, it's, um, it's another I, I title that we're use... using that doesn't actually exist. You yeah. Know? Like, and I, I understand using it as a, as a, as an acronym, because as, as a veterinary profession, we love our TLAs, our, our three letter acronyms. Those oh, are, good. I, I, I didn't doc, get that. One of my doctors called <laughs> <laughs> TLA is a three letter acronym. Um, and they're everywhere in, in the field. Um, and I, I, I get trying to lump things all together instead of saying CVT, RVT, LVT, uh, LVT, G. Right. Yeah. That's another one. The RVTG, are. like, you know, which I, I think denotes the four year degree, but. Four year program, um, yeah. But like just I don't know. I, I guess for me, if you're saying CRVT to delineate those that are essentially credentialed in some way from veterinary assistance, then why not just VTs? I mean, I, I understand uh when <laughs> this is I'm probably gonna get flack for this, but I understand uh wanting to shorten it to something that's all encompassing. However, 
just spelling out credential vet tech would take far less time and create far less conversation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like you could just, you could just, it, it's not saving you any time to just write. Right, I, I mean, I feel like at least um, once somewhere <laughs> in the post or in the article or whatever it is, you actually have to define what it is you mean by that because well, it's yeah. not a well-known, it's not a well-used phrase. And mm-hmm. so. Well, and just you and I coming from the credential committee, knowing that when you write your case reports, you have to list all of your right. acronyms before, right. before you use them. Um, it's like you're a CRBT. So, oh, what state are you from that uses CRBT? Like, and, and unfortunately yeah. that's where we're at as a profession, right? I mean, like there are already four different yeah. monikers used to, to refer to us. And uh, yeah. It's, and also the, the people that are using vet nurse oh, that, that don't really have right, the legal right, uh, right. right to, to use that term. Right. So, you know, the, yeah. I mean, again, just, just muddying yeah. the waters with, with more, yeah. more things. It, and, in muddying the waters with more things to debate over, don't we have enough stuff to debate? <laughs> I know, over? I know, and, and I'm probably starting a debate that doesn't need to be started here. But it's just—I know, right? It's just—I've seen it more and more posts, and it just—it just struck me the other day. And and what I don't want to do with this discussion is detract from. So I, st- I first started seeing this when empowering veterinary teams started doing their factual Friday posts, which are yeah, tremendous. And I love those. Those are they amazing. are absolutely yeah. tremendous and chock a block full of like really useful nuggets of information that I think every person mm-hmm. in our field needs to hear. It's just like, for whatever reason, that's what, that's what I take home. Like that's what stands out to me. Yeah. And that's, I feel like for me, at least it, it takes away from everything else. And yeah. yeah. So anyway, um, you know, you can send your hate mail for the vet tech cafe care of veterinary viewfinder podcast. Um, <laughs> and, uh, and they can, they can send it up to us. Um, but anyway, just, just, they just, yeah, no, no, just, you know, food for thought. That was all. So. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it's, it's an interesting thing to think about and I mean, it may, maybe another thing where that becomes the term. Yeah. Instead of, yeah. Oh, instead absolutely. Of switching to whatever else has been right. suggested. So that, I mean, yeah. Who knows? Maybe we're maybe we're bitching about the thing that right. is going to be. Maybe the we are trendsetters. <laughs> yeah. Maybe maybe we're just old fogies and we want people to get yeah, off. Yeah. Well, I st- starting tomorrow. I will have a lawn for people to get off of. So I, I'm I'm very okay. excited for that. I may have I may have to um, send you a housewarming gift of a sign that just says "Get yes. off my lawn." Yes, <laughs> I love it. I love it. Uh, well, that was really all I had for today. Anything else you you yeah. want to cover? Yeah, I mean, we're we're at a half Great. an hour, which is normally what our what our tap rooms Great. are. Well, um, you would think that as as many times as you and I have gone to tap rooms, have we ever spent only a half an hour to tap? Only room? if their draft list was poor. Or not good at or, or, not, was poor, not good or, or we had like four yeah. to go to. <laughs> or yeah. Or we or we had stuff yeah, to other stuff to go do. Um or, or we had yeah, a game for to get sure, to. for sure. Um <laughs> also I guess we should do a really quick preview for some of our upcoming episodes. I think our June episodes are gonna be super oh, cool. Yeah. We have another international guest. Um which um, Yeah, I'm really excited I'm really, for that really one. Really excited for. Um and then another um kind of consulting veterinary advisor who I think is very, very, very highly respected in our field. Writes a lot of awesome about culture. articles and things talking about veterinary culture. So I think some really, really cool discussion coming from the month of June. Of course, it's Pride Month. We're going to be sharing some stuff um, about that. Yeah. Um, 
so yeah, I think um, you know May is just about in the rear view. We got a couple things lined up for yeah, July. But... June and July are in the windshield. Summer's here. So um, yeah, I think that's all for today, as far as I'm concerned. So yeah, all right, caffeinators. Well, I think so. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Vet Tech Tap Room. Um, if you haven't already, go by vettechcafe.com. Check us out. There's some great merchandise there. We've got some new stuff coming too. Some candles coming pretty soon. I'm pretty excited about. So um, <laughs> some veterinary related tap room type candles. So um, anyway, yeah. all the best to you guys. We hope you're well, and we will talk to you again soon. And and oh, one yeah. more thing, if you are not on Patreon, sign up for Patreon, and you can. If, if you're at the five or ten dollar level, we will allow mm-hmm. you to come on the tap room and debate us on yeah, some of this stuff. Yeah, you can come join us. Um, I know Liz e- Liz emailed us and said, "Oh, I, I can't do it," but I, I would imagine we are doing this uh, on Memorial she would have Day. Have a lot to yeah. say, which actually we should yeah. say happy, do- happy Memorial Day and oh, happy and Memorial Day. Yes, um, but uh, yeah, we we're doing this on a holiday, so it's hard to expect people to come. But um, the invitation is always open for sure for our Patreon. So yeah, that's yeah. right. That's yeah. right. All right, guys. Take care. We'll see you again soon. Bye, everybody.